Welcome to On Your Left, the Forza G podcast. We're your hosts, Susan and Betsy. This podcast explains and celebrates all things Forza G. So let's get out there and kick cancer's ugly butt. Welcome to On Your Left. Uh, for our new listeners, uh, we are a Pan Mass Challenge team called Forza G, lovingly named for our team captain's uh, friend and mentor, Joe Givinazzo. And we built this podcast so that we can spend time together as a team, raise a lot of money, and, you know, pass the time. So uh, this is our um, third episode. And for our frequent listeners, which we thank you for the people that have listened, Welcome back. And this is our third episode, and uh, we had a vision for what this episode was going to be. And then perhaps you've noticed that since our last episode, actually the whole world has changed. Uh, Everything is now upside down and backwards. And so the things that we thought we were going to talk about, uh, we're not really sure how it all fits together anymore because uh, like everything in our lives, uh, our podcast even seems to be a little upside down and backwards. Um, So we decided that for this episode, we really just want to focus on telling some great stories and staying connected with our teammates and some of our team history uh, and some of the things that are important to us. And so we're just going to try to keep it um, light and joyful, even in this really complicated time that we're in. Yeah, I think uh, we're all um, looking to connect with one another, um, see how everyone's doing, um, and be, uh, it's certainly a time to be very grateful for our friendships um, and the uh, relationships we've built on this team and the just sheer um, gratitude that I have for being part of it, um, not just today, but every day. And, you know, it's a, certainly a time, certainly a time for reflection. And I think it's some time for some laughs, to be perfectly honest. So we have some, uh, hopefully a couple of things that might make you chuckle. Um, we have some great writer profiles. Uh, we're going to do four this week. Uh, Diane Gibbons, Danny Tilton, Abe Landau, and Emily Whipple uh, will be on this episode. But before we get to our writer profiles and the rest of our episode this week, uh, we really needed to take a moment and talk a little bit about this um, kind of bombshell news from Billy Starr and the PMC that they've eliminated the fundraising minimums. Um, I think if you're like me and many of us, we received that message with a humongous sigh of relief because um, I know that the thought of trying to figure out how to fundraise in this environment was pretty scary for myself and for lots of other folks. Um, and at the same time, as I felt really relieved, I was also really grateful. But I also felt like it seems really likely that eliminating the the stress and the anxiety of like having to make this certain minimum um, is going to free us up to hopefully still do good things in terms of our fundraising to do as much as we can do and to be really creative about it while also being really respectful of the situation in which many of our regular donors find themselves. So I, I wrote an email um, which I literally was about to click send on to all of my donors when I, like the same day that I saw that message from Billy Starr, uh, Matt shared that email in a team email. So you are welcome to take that, copy, paste that, use it. My intention there was just to send a very respectful um, message to my regular donors. And I 
deliberately like would take out anyone who I know is um, experiencing some financial hardship right now. Um, just to let folks know that I'm still doing this. And I think maybe some people are looking for opportunities to put good out into the world. So let's keep talking about fundraising uh, in, you know, as we can. I think folks are going to think of creative things. And I know we're still going to do great things as a team. Also on this episode, we will have Car Up, which talks about upcoming events for the team. And although these are challenging and difficult times, we feel like we have some cool things to talk about that will help us keep connected we also have a new segment called Messages from the Peloton. I can't say it as cool as Betsy, but um, she says it really Peloton Frenchy. Peloton Yeah, it's oui. you, the way you say it is so much better. But So this is how people um, are calling in and leaving their messages. And finally, before we head into our writer profiles, we want to extend a warm welcome to Jack Kennelly, our newest member of Forza G. Welcome to the team. Yay, Jack. Welcome to the family. We're super happy to have you, and we can't wait to get out and ride bikes for real in real life. In the meantime, we have our podcast. But I feel like I need to apologize for something. We've gotten some very important feedback. Also, I think I kind of noticed it. Turns out, on the podcast, my voice is obnoxiously loud. Sorry about that. Susan uh, is trying to convince me that it's not that my voice is obnoxiously loud in real life all the time. I don't know. Maybe she's just being nice. Um, but on the podcast, it totally is. So I think we fixed it. We figured out what I was doing. That was weird. But I would like to apologize in advance for moments on this episode when you're going to be listening and it's going to be like, la, 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 Abe is talking. And then you're going to be like, Betsy's screaming. Sorry. Maybe don't use headphones. It's the best advice I've got. Also in this episode, you will hear the joyful sounds of brunch in the background. It was so great to gather uh, a couple weeks ago out at Public House, and it was cool to do a couple of interviews with the joyful sounds of togetherness in the background. Hope our podcast can provide a little distraction, a little lightness, a little joy in these really tricky times, and hope everyone is just staying safe and taking good care of themselves and each other. Have a great week, everybody. Guys, this is so exciting. We're going to kick off this week's episode with a brand new segment, and it's called Messages from the Peloton. With our very first message from the Peloton, we have Kathy Nelson, the pie lady. She's called in and left a message on our podcast. Did you know you could do that? All it takes is your phone or a computer. You can click on the link in our little podcast bio, or you can find it on the Facebook, and you can leave us a message, whatever you want to say in a minute inspirational message, shout out to a teammate, advice for rookies, whatever you want. We're hoping that we'll have lots more messages from the Peloton in future episodes, so please uh, chime in. Here's Kathy. Hey, it's Pie Lady Nelson here. Hope everyone is hanging in there in the midst of the coronavirus and our crazy times. Big shout out to Susan and Betsy for creating this podcast and keeping us all connected during this. Um, and I love the podcast, love the outtakes even more, of course. Obviously, we know we're going to have some challenges with fundraising this year. Let's share ideas and stay in touch. Um, you know, maybe, maybe we're just going to have to think outside the box this year. Um, it seems like some... Somebody asks, you know, what is what is my favorite moment from PMC? It's really hard to say that because I'm not a rider. I'm part of the support team, the team behind the team. Um, really what makes me happy is seeing you guys 
at the end of your ride, whatever day that is, you know, whether you're coming in at the end of day zero or riding into Pie Stop or on the party ferry, big smile. Love you guys. Thanks so much for what you do. My name is Abraham Landau. This is going to be my second PMC weekend. And my favorite thing about PMC weekend um, is the amount of people that put in a ton of effort and energy to do something really good for people that are struck with something that's really challenging in their life. What's your favorite example of that that you see? Is it riders? Is it volunteers? Um, it is all of the above. Um, you know, last year was my first PMC weekend. Um, and every single thing that I kind of anticipated about the weekend was just totally surpassed as far as um, the scope of the amount of riders, um, the emotion of going by um, all the signs for the uh, pedal partners um, at every rest stop, just being totally overwhelmed by the generosity of the volunteers. Um, and just what a really cool, uh, positive vibe you get from everyone interacting, um, you know, whether you're riding with a group for an hour or if you're just passing by um, and you say hi for a minute, and that's pretty cool. So how did you end up getting uh, connected with Forza G? Yeah, so that is an interesting story as far as um, I was diagnosed with two types of cancer basically going on five years ago. Um, and I work with Susan Arapoff, and she was actually my first um, boss, I guess, at TJX, um, you know, 15 years ago. And we've stayed in contact. And ever since my diagnosis, she has given me kind of a little nudge uh, about this time every year of like, hey, you doing PMC this year. And finally, last year, um, some things came together and I decided that I was going to do it. And let her know that I'd signed up and to which she immediately recruited me to be on the team, which I didn't even know about. And, um, you know, I was adopted into this cool family. Yeah, you were. We're so lucky that you joined us. And vice versa. And I, I guess that was the other um, piece which I didn't even chat about um, to your original question was, um, you know, like I had only met a handful of the team because everyone is so spread out um, and you know my first interaction was besides with Susan was with Matt where he uh, graciously kind of organized a ride where it ended up just being the two of us and we went on you know the infamous South Shore Loop and uh, it was just so cool that he took time out of his day to uh, you know make me feel like part of the family and then 
uh, before the ride or after we rode that, he said, you know, the hardest thing for you on the first year is going to be that you can only do the first day. That as soon as you're through the first day, you're going to feel like really sad that you aren't able to go on the day two with everyone else. And he couldn't have been more right. It was so cool uh, just getting to know people. You know, once everyone wrapped up and um, I'm super excited for this year for sure I didn't I think I forgot that you didn't ride day two so now this year you get to ride the whole show yeah so last <laughs> year kind of you know I was dragging my feet like every other year figuring out a reason not to sign up and <laughs> a for, unfortunately uh, one of my college friends got diagnosed with um stage four colon cancer and he's actually doing uh really well now um i think he's finished with his treatments but it kind of triggered like all right he you know my my friend's going through so much um i'm gonna do this thing this year and then i went to sign up and only you know lo and behold the two day was already full so i kind of hemmed and hawed and was like no i'm just gonna do the the one day get my foot in the door figure this out and you know figure if i want to go on and I'm just so glad that I did, you know. Um, so last year being your first year, we usually ask people, you know, what's your advice for rookies? But I want to flip it a little bit and ask you, what was something that, what was the biggest surprise for you so that other rookies might have something to, to look forward to? Uh, everyone's generosity. Um, you know, I... I think the, the fundraising, particularly your first year, is super daunting. And um, in this age of social media, there's a lot of pros and cons. One of the biggest pros is that uh, getting a message out around doing something good for others is super easy now. And I've just been amazed and continue to be by how easy the fundraising actually ended up being. Um, you know, I kind of stones in my head of you know what was possible first was you know just getting to the minimum and that came and went so quickly and you know I ended up with close to ten thousand dollars raised my first year which you know there's people that raise a ton more but uh it, it was just so amazing and even after the ride you know when i thought it was finished you know i could put up a facebook post and a couple hundred dollars more would come in you know My name is Danny Tilton. I am a, uh, this will be my fifth year riding. I was a volunteer for a couple of years and I've been part of the Forza G family for maybe 10 years or so. The first couple years supporting on the sidelines till I got convinced to buy a bike and get my fat ass on it and ride, <laughs> and ride instead of just cheering and serving pie. So how did you get connected to Forza G then? All right, so that's a long story. Oh, God, so here we go. It all started back in high school. On a dark and stormy night. Yes. Uh, so uh, my good friend Jed Labonte and I went to high school, Franklin High School, Franklin, mm -hmm. Mass. So Uncle Jed's barbecue team. So we were on the barbecue team together. We were at Harpoon up in Windsor, Vermont for a barbecue competition, and that's when Jamie Shear met us. So Jamie became part of the barbecue team. I was good friends with a guy that I worked with named Simon Towers. Simon was good friends with Jamie Rudofsky. So I would bring Simon along to barbecue events. 
Simon would invite his friends like Jamie Rudofsky, JR, to the barbecue events. The two Jamies met, and it was a match made in heaven. And they started riding together, and Jamie Shear talked Jamie Rudofsky into ride. To the best of my knowledge. This is like the best bromance right? story ever. <laughs> oh my God. So then Jamie Rudofsky started riding, and then got some other friends between Jed's barbecue team and PMC people. I started to meet people like Matt and uh, Brian Nelson and all these other folks, all these other vet- longtime veterans. Uh, and then we, me and my wife Janet started supporting the team, working the lunch stop, the pie stop, hanging out when we could. And then, then everyone started saying, get your, get fat, your fat ass, ass on, on a, a bike. bike. Yeah. <laughs> 100% Greek, Greek chorus. <laughs> uh, so bought a bike. Jamie Rudofsky is our, is our uh, resident pers- bike, personal bike. bike shopper. He's really good at spending other people's money he on bikes. He's fantastic Exceptionally at that. good at that. He's it's put it on his resume. Yeah. So uh, yeah. he helped me and my wife buy new bikes, and we started training for my first PMC together. Oh, that's such a good story. Yep. I, I know of the the branches of the Forza G family tree. Mm-hmm. I've, there's definitely one that is uh, Jed's barbecue team. It is. It, it rolls Well, deep. and that's where Porkapalooza came uh, from, yeah. was using Jed's smoker to cook massive quantities of, of pork butts. What advice do you have for rookies? Uh, for rookies, I know you, you, rookies may actually know some people that ride the PMC in their, in their network of people. Something I found out, like I found out after I joined this team that I actually knew people who were on other teams. Right. Uh, and we've actually done some training rides together. It's a huge family. Yep. So you can train with non Forza G people and not break any laws. You can indeed. Yes. You won't be banished. Um, but I would say with the, the state of social networking today and how, how friendly our team is and how outgoing. Everyone should find someone that they have an interest in. Uh, They share common interests. They have a similar riding style and they ride around the same speed and work with that person and make a commitment never to leave each other throughout the two-day weekend. Yeah. So I I I got a friend of mine who you'll talk to, I'm sure, Paula Ritchie, uh, and she agreed to do this. She's She's a cancer survivor. She's brain cancer. Uh, she's been riding a couple years with us and I told her if you want to make a difference ride this and I commit to you I will never leave your side and I think I can't speak for her but I think that was the reason she yeah. decided to because she knew she'd never be alone right that's um, that's really important advice um, because I think sometimes people have this romantic idea that as a team we all ride together mm-hmm. we don't because there yeah. are like 78 of us or something and because people ride in such different ways yep. so it's a really smart idea to know that there's at least one person that definitely you're going to always meet up at rest stops yeah. and you're going to catch up with each other and you and might then, be faster yeah. up a hill than the person That's that right. you're riding with uh and then you slow down on the downhill yep. so they catch up yep. and you pretty much stay within a line of sight of each other uh you know and paula will will tell you her first <clears throat> pmc we were three miles in and she had a flat tire oh that was and so if rough. i had not been with her right. You know, it was right. a, it was a tough first in yeah. rain that day. It was rough. It was tough, it but was we had each other. Uh, we supported each other, and she knew I wouldn't leave her. Um, and so, find someone that will commit to you not to leave you on your uh, either of the two days, and you'll be fine. Having that safety net is it's it means the world. Great advice. Hello, my name is Diane Gibbons, and this will be my 15th year riding the PMC. And it's very hard to determine what is my favorite part about PMC weekend. 
and now actually PMC year because it has involved so much of my year. But I, I would say it is the joy that it brings me to be involved with it and the positive energy that I get from the weekend and from the people on my team. They're so inspiring. They've made me a better fundraiser and a better PMCer. And I'm just very grateful to be involved in the entire event. Um, it has been life-changing to me and I look forward to the event every, every year. And I am this year too, but in a little different way because I won't be riding this year. I'm a virtual rider because I went ice skating and had a little accident. So <laughs> a little disappointing, but I'm ha so happy to be involved. I'll be involved as a volunteer and I'll be there supporting my team in any way possible and seeing that aspect of our team from a different viewpoint, from the viewpoint of those wonderful family members who support us every year. So I'm, I'm grateful to be able to do that. Um, what is one of the things, like the specific moments on the weekend um, that you always extra look forward to or that you just know is gonna bring you extra joy? I always, and I know you're part of this too, I always find huge inspiration from the living proof photo. Um, I, I am a cancer survivor. Um, my cancer experience was not as difficult as many people. And I frankly sometimes forget, <laughs> it sounds stupid that I was a No, cancer, that's a beautiful a thing. I see so many other people who have been through so much, are going through so much, and are involved in this weekend. And I just find that so inspiring, and I would never miss participating in, in that event where I see people, you know, year after year, you see it growing, which is very inspiring. And I, I don't know, I find joy seeing all the people along the route that are cheering us on, and those that are, are with signs that say they're a survivor. It's just, you know, I feel very grateful. Can you tell us how you joined the Forza G family? So, um, I was introduced to Forza G by Andy. Um, I met him my second, um, my second PMC. It was his first, I believe, and my first year out of Sturbridge because I couldn't ride out of Surbridge my first year. By the time I signed up, it was full. So, and we met at um, the communal dinner. And then ironically, I saw him at the harpoon tent. I don't know why I was there. Why does You hate harpoon. The... I can't even imagine why you would have been at the harpoon tent. Why does one go to the harpoon tent? I, I mean, you know. hate beer. I don't know. <laughs> I do. I know. Um, and I love harpoon, but I just assumed he, he, and he did work for Harpoon. I just assumed he was part of the, um, you know, part of the Harpoon team that we're very grateful for. And uh, then I saw him at the Living Proof and he was wearing a Living Proof t-shirt. And I was just like, oh my gosh, he was like, I'm a rider and a survivor. I was like, I didn't make that connection. And, you know, we then would meet every year at the Living Proof photo and he would talk about the team. Um, ironically, I'd run into him usually on the road around, not literally, of course, but um, <laughs> around um, the lunch stop. And we would, I would see him and we'd ride and chat. And he's like, okay, I'm trying to look for my team's lunch stop. 
you know, and I said, okay, I'll help you look for it, you know. And so I was, you know, told about the lunch stop and of course the pie stop. And, um, but still, again, I was on a team. Um, so I, you know, and my friend Linda, who I know from riding in Iowa, the Ragbri, uh, many years, she's on my team, which are the winers. Um, she got involved with Forza G and brought our friend Peter along. And I'll let her tell her story sometime, I hope, of how she got connected to Forza G, because I think that's kind of cool, because she lives in California. And so I rode with her and Peter while they were part of Forza G in 2014. My name is Emily Whipple. I am a rookie PMC rider, uh, but I have volunteered on road crew for a handful of years. I think I'm up to five, maybe. And so I have experienced the PMC. And my favorite thing about it is the hope, the energy, the optimism, the emotion, um, how everybody, no matter whether you're strangers or not, everybody comes together and it's, it can make 5,000 people feel like a very small, uh, tight-knit community. So this is your first year actually riding and your first year, we're very excited that you chose Forza G to be yes. your, your team. Yay! <laughs> Me too. Can you tell about how you ended up with this ridiculous group of people? So... Uh, you interviewed Katie Walker, who I keep saying Katie Jenks, but it's Katie Walker. You and me uh, both, sister. <laughs> you and me both. So Katie is a longtime family <laughs> friend. Um, uh, you and Katie and my father, Mark Whipple, all worked together uh, a long time ago. So uh, that was back when I was in high school. So it was 2006, Um Katie found out about the PMC through my father, who knew that Yep, Betsy Bowman had yep. a team. Yep, and then when I decided finally to join, I knew that Katie was on this team, and so I I told her I was riding, and she was like, "Well, welcome to Forza G." <laughs> um, this is a special question for you as an as an experienced road crew member. Sure. Okay, does the road crew have like peep teams that they love or don't love? Slash, um, do they like us? Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's no there's. Nobody that the road crew doesn't love. The road crew really does love everybody. That the road crew loves everybody. Uh -huh. And yes, the road crew loves all the different teams with their various accoutrements. Yep. Um, we personally, as the Whipple van, we love the Forza G Pie Stop. <laughs> right? Right. It's That's great. a good one. It's great. Um, but yeah, no, being on road crew um, <laughs> is a special kind of fun and, in, and not in a sarcastic way. It's very fun. Is there anything that y people on road crew would like riders to know that maybe riders aren't aware of? Um, don't pass a road crew van on the driver's side. Don't pass a road crew van on the driver's side. Yeah, ever, ever, ever. ever. So, like, if we're riding along yep. with the riders, the riders are always going to be to mm -hmm. the right of the car. You never want to, like, go around. Go out and around. Van. Unless the road, unless the van is pulled over. Yes. Then, obviously. Of course, okay, yes. Right. But that's just a piece of advice. Good. Excellent. Um, You know, follow, follow <laughs> traffic rules. Basically, don't be a jerk. Don't and be a jerk. Don't yeah. be dumb. Um, yeah. That's um, really good advice. And stay hydrated. We're, we always have yeah. stuff for you if you need to. And it's like, you know, no shame in that. The, the bonk is real. But we're here That's for correct. you. Know that the road crew is always here for you. I love the road crew. Yes. <laughs> um, as a rookie rider, though, is there anything that you're curious about, nervous about, wondering? I am curious about riding in a group. Um, good, yeah. I am curious slash nervous about that mm -hmm. um I've only when I ride I've only ever ridden really with my family and Katie um, 
so I'm interested to see like how I can gain skills around that. I'm also, you know, new to fundraising. So, um, that'll definitely be a journey. That will be a journey. Yeah. That will be a journey. All right. We're going to have to keep those conversations going about group ride etiquette and techniques. And sounds like we need to just, the weather needs to get nice so we can just get out there and start (laughs) doing it and stop talking about it. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. It's going to be great. Yeah. Thanks, Melvin. On this week's episode, in our Stories from the Road, we're going to focus on the origins of one of our most favorite Forzaji traditions, the lunch stop, and on the medicinal effects of Rose Dillis's famous fried chicken. We have the lunch stop at my sister Val's house, 33 Agricultural Ave in Rehoboth, and for the longest time, you know, at Dillis family gatherings, Val would be like, oh, how was the PMC? This? She's like, you know, you rode right by my house. I'm like, oh, no, we don't. Well, yes, you do. There's thousands of bikes that go right past my house every year. I'm like, no, pretty sure we don't. That's probably the, probably the Wellesley route. And uh, yeah, it, it took a while for me to figure out, uh, yeah, we actually do roll right past your house. It's just... Rehoboth is one of those places. I, I know how to get to her house on the PMC route, um, but even now I can still get lost finding her house in a car. That's so. That's great. When did you know when the love stop at Val's house uh, started? Um, I think, I think it might have been two thousand four when there were just really a, a few of us. Like it might have been me. Uh, that's you great. know, might have been me, Andy, Nazo, and Don Bray. And like, well, you, you do know that the Dillis family, one of the Dillis family mottos is uh, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, how can we, how can we make things better? How can we do something a little like the funniest thing you know um when when rose does the lunch stop and when she just asks you know is there anything special anyone would like and you you get a smart aleck like jamie shear saying oh you know if you could do fried chicken and waffles now he probably didn't realize at the time that you know you throw something out like that even just a flippant little remark you've thrown down the gauntlet and it's challenge accepted (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah, that's that's just what we do. <laughs> so I rode with them and they were Forza G and they were like, you got to stop at the lunch stop. And I'm like, I can't. I can't be a lunch stop crasher. I'm not a Forza G-er. And Linda was like, you're my pedal partner. <laughs> and it was raining and I was like, I'm going to do it, you know. Um, so I did. So I crashed. And Rose's chicken, fried chicken, saved my life. 
I, I'm sticking with that story. She, it saved my life. I was able, I was having a rough morning and I was able to ride much stronger and finish that day. And I'm forever grateful for Rose and her fried chicken. And they're like, you got to join the team. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll join the team. You, you had me at fried chicken and pie. <laughs> I feel, and beer, I feel pretty confident that you are neither the first nor the last person who will assert that Rose's fried chicken saved their life. To set some context to this next story from the road, here's me and Sue Merritt, proud owner of Lennox Fit, talking about some really much needed fitness advice. Sue Merritt is the proud owner of this fabulous fitness center. She is a businesswoman extraordinaire and knows lots and lots about how to keep your body working right. And she helps me immensely with some um, advice that's uh, true and should probably be in a t-shirt. I had to go, I had to go to physical therapy this year like all through the fall because I got diagnosed with this weird thing. You want to know what it is? What is it? I have no ass muscles. Stop it. No, swear to God. That's what the lady said. She's like, you have no muscles in the back half of your body. You only have quad muscles. She's like, I have no idea how you're you're riding your bike this far, but if you don't get some more muscles, you're going to wreck your knee. I mean, she used a lot more medical terms than that, but I'm like, I I basically a diagnosed with flat ass. Stop it. we could help you with that girl <laughs> so now all i do is squats all day and the next time you see me you can be like holy shit did you get an ass implant did you get a, did you get a butt did you go to brazil and get a lift <laughs> I, i'm hoping it's gonna help me and my knee feels a lot better so that's <laughs> well that's that's huge right there and that's one of the things we teach all the time is you are only as strong as your ass dictates and that is the god's honest truth <laughs> week on Cara. We first want to pause and reflect on how wonderful and delightful and joyful it was to be with so many Forza Gers and our families uh, at brunch a couple weeks ago. It was so good to see everybody. We had people from near and far. Um, We had a lot of laughs, had some great food. um, And it was just really great to see everybody. And especially like in retrospect, now, I feel like that weekend was like the last, last hurrah before everything went sideways. So I am holding that happy memory of our brunch time together. Um, I'm really grateful that we got to do that. Um, at the end of the brunch, we were keeping track of, or like we were brainstorming times that we might get together and do training rides and do other like fun social team things. Obviously all of that is on hold right now. We haven't posted dates or cause we don't really know what's going to happen there. Um, so we'll just hold all that. And uh, as things unfold, we'll figure out when we're going to be together face to face again.
until we can ride together again, there's a lot of opportunities for us to ride uh, virtually together, whether that be through FaceTiming each other or Zooming each other while we're riding on trainers indoors, which I don't know how attractive that's going to be, but it's certainly very social. And then there's more formal ways for us to connect through platforms like Zwift. So I can post that on Facebook on the team page on how to do that and how to get connected. And there's also a lot of people that have Peloton. So we really want to encourage everybody to reach out to the people that can um, train indoors and utilize those uh, either social media platforms or they're kind of the um, FaceTime and Zoom options and just post content on social media. We'd love to see people getting together and figuring out ways to get their training in as well as um, staying together as a team until we can ride outside for real. And speaking of Zoom, I feel like uh, two weeks ago, most of us didn't know what Zoom was. And now, like many of us are Zoom superheroes. Um, And uh, we did a little experiment last week on Monday night with a bunch, uh, a small group of people. We gathered at eight o'clock on Monday night with our adult beverage of choice and just had a social Zoom and just, you know, checked in, said hi, talked about life. Um, So... Very excited to announce that uh, I will share on Monday a Zoom link. Everyone is invited to jump in on Monday night at 8. And you can wear your work sweatpants or you can wear your lounge sweatpants, whatever you prefer. Or no Um, pants at all. (laughs) You don't actually have to wear pants. I mean, eh, it gets dodgy. One has to be careful. Um, But we'll just see each other's face and we'll see how that goes. We can, you know, break up into small groups and talk or we can all just yell over each other. So basically, it'll be like every Zoom meeting you're all having in the rest of your lives, only with your teammates. And it'll be magical. One thing we could do, we could wear our jerseys. Oh, my god! Wouldn't that be cool? And we could take a picture of it. I just, yes, I was in a meeting, we're doing it. Yeah, I yes. was in a meeting the other day with all, you know, all folks from my work and we took a historic picture of all these p- faces on Zoom. So if uh, you're joining, maybe we could wear our shirts. I mean, it's certainly Let's not do mandatory. It. Uh, Let's do it. And neither are pants, I'd like to reiterate. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> so Monday night, eight o'clock on Zoom, pants optional, but wear a Force G jersey <laughs> if you've got one. And if you don't have one, it's cool. Just wear something, um, you know. That's something decent. would be good. Something. Wear something. <laughs> oh, this is my favorite. This just got better. Um, speaking of Jersey, Susan, what news do you have for us on the Champ Systems order? Well, it's in production. So um, I'm very hopeful that we will eventually uh, get uh, jerseys. And oh, people were asking me a bunch of questions last week uh, via Slack. And I apologize that I have been slow to respond on uh, questions around clothing. But the order's all in. Um, they're in production and we are uh, moving forward. So stay awesome. tuned. Uh, last but not least on Cora, I have been in touch with our host at Bearbrook House, the fabulous Bev. I don't know how many of us have actually met Bev on the, uh, the weekend when we're up at Triple Notch. She's hilarious. Um, uh, she is obviously understands the situation, situation that we are in and is being super generous. She said, you know, if we end up having to cancel a week before, um, she understands and, you know, obviously she's said she would waive our 30 day cancellation uh, thing if that has to happen. So we're still crossing our fingers that that won't have to happen and that maybe by May 15th, we can all go ride our bikes in the whites. And in the meantime, we're just going to keep hoping and praying. So I hope that this week everybody is uh, safe and cozy. And if you're choosing to ride your bike out on the road, that you're being super safe and careful and that you're staying sane with your family and your loved ones. 
Have a good week. Kara. <laughs> Don't include that last part. I loved it so much. <laughs> And now we have two special moments for this week's gag reel, one brought to you by performance anxiety and the other brought to you by the laws of gravity. What I forget is that we can edit. We can do it. Because I think the pressure of the seconds are freaking me out. Like right now, like how we're recording that part right now and just so we could talk about our feelings a little. <laughs> well, I'm feeling nervous. Yeah, it's hard sometimes. You see the, the numbers, the and the, And then these waves. I know. <laughs> it makes it so scary. <laughs> okay. So Close I'll, your eyes. Okay. So I'm going to start now. Okay. Ready whenever you're ready. <laughs> um, I'll take a pause here so I can just... Say goodbye to Alexis. Sweetheart, have a wonderful ride. Can you hear me? Ah! Oh, I dropped the phone. Sorry. That might end up on the gag roll. Um... We'll have our final word this week from Abe. We know everything's just gotten super weird in the last two weeks. Training is gonna be hard. Fundraising is certainly gonna be hard. Just getting to the grocery store is hard. Abe's gonna remind us though, that our team is good at hard. We've been doing it for 15 years and we're gonna do it again this year. We're gonna be kind to ourselves and each other and somehow we're gonna figure this all out. Take care everybody. getting adopted into Forza G, not really knowing anyone. Um, I've just been so amazed at how committed the team is and truly like walking the walk as far as, um, you know, there's there's teams that have people with like a ton of means that raise more money, but it seems like everyone on this team does as much as they can with their um, situation. But then there's, it's just so cool and amazing to be surrounded by people that go out of their way to like give, you know, the platelet donations. And then I reached out to um, the team when, um, you know, uh, my cousin's family member was going through some stuff and um, just the generosity and, and true dedication to, to helping anything cancer related has just been amazing. everyone thanks for listening to our podcast we'll be back soon with another episode in the meantime don't forget cancer's dumb bikes save lives and be safe out there see you on the road on your left <laughs>